I'm Dr. Fiona Lovely, and this is the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. I'm taking the taboos of menopause and perimenopause and bringing light to the dark. No bullshit, no shame. It's time for us to gain a new paradigm in female health, out with the old and in with the new, and I'm bringing fresh perspectives from someone in the arena. I've been practicing women's health for nearly 20 years, and I'm spilling the tea and what it means to live at midlife, knowing that the best is yet to come. I'm sharing my Gen X approach to living through this transition, sassy, a bit sweary, and always honest. Tactical tips and instantly usable information is my aim. I hope to make you laugh and that you learn something new that helps you embrace the change. Together, we bring power to the Perry. Onward to the podcast. Hey ladies, it's Dr. Fiona Lovely here. This is the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast and how do you like my new intro? (laughs) I figured it was time for something a little um, fresher, a little more contemporary. So here we are. So today I am inspired by some of the comments that you have left me on either Instagram or TikTok about some videos I did recently in regards to what we need to do to reclaim our power. And this is a really important topic for women because I think just generally we're really quite uncomfortable with the concept of power, which is funny because if you look at biologically as human beings, we are incredibly powerful. We are literally given in our cells, in our DNA, in our physical bodies, in our brains, in our hormones, in our womb, the ability to create life. What is more powerful than that? So the reclamation of power for women is an important topic right now um, for many reasons. And Because I've had uh, some of you reach out and say, I want to hear more about this, here is the expanded version of those videos (laughs) right here in your ear uh, via the podcast. So from the time we are little girls, we are taught a default protection mode. It's part of our culture, you see. It's part of... um, teaching us, um, as, as Glennon Doyle says, uh, to be thin, pretty, and quiet. Now, this is changing. This has changed with our generation in particular um, and our children, mostly because we were raised this way and went, that's <laughs> not how I'm raising my kid. But inevitably, we get these cultural portals, if you will, that tell us how to behave to be a good member of society. Now, keep in mind that deep in our DNA is the rules of community and culture and society. And those rules at their very most basic level are you need to comply. 
And if you don't comply, you're flung off the mountain or drowned or burned at the stake or whatever else, okay? There's a lot of different um, ways that, that women in particular have been oppressed. And um, this is something we carry in our DNA. So science has shown, research has shown, seven years, uh, or sorry, seven generations minimal, we carry the trauma of our ancestors. Isn't that fascinating? Anyways, I think the spiritual traditions say it's more like 32 generations, but even if you think seven generations, that takes us back to somewhere in the 1800s. Think about how much we have progressed as a society, how much more equality women have than we did in our great, great, great grandmother's time or be even back even further. Now back to this power saving mode. So it's like a default protection mode, right? And we have to be able to, um, even if we can't see it at first, be aware that it's there and it's operating and we have to consciously step out of this power saving mode. It takes work. We are taught this mode is safety. It keeps us small, controllable and disempowered. Um, interesting, isn't it? Like in, in ways that we don't even recognize it's so, it's so ingrained. So first thing I want you to do is to start to think about where, how you act and your responsibility is how you behave in any situation. My mentor says the most powerful thing we have as human beings is the ability to choose. Meaning in this context, anyways, we can look at something and say, I'm not happy with how this is happening or unfolding or my role in it. Then we get to choose something different. It's as simple as that, as choice. And I think that's a really important thing to remember here. Now, next thing I wanna say is we never blame, we never judge, we never shame ourselves into any of this. So as I'm talking, I don't want you to come up with all the reasons why you're a piece of shit because you know, you've allowed these behaviors or relationships or whatever. Do not do that. The last thing we need as a generation is more traumatization. And by the way, when I get to the end, I'm going to kind of link this all back to why this is so important to women at perimenopause. Okay. So stick with me here. So in your daily interactions, in your life, are you stuck in a mode, in a rut, denying defending, blaming, resisting, ignoring, rationalizing your behaviors or the behaviors of others? If so, that is you stuck in the victim loop. Now, again, no shame, no heat, no judgment. We're not looking at it that way. We're just observing and say, oh, okay, I can see that differently now and I want to change it. And so when we're in that loop, we are again controllable, disempowered, and we are encouraged as women, men too, although this is a podcast for women, so I'll let somebody else handle their aspect of things. It's different for, than it is for us, but um, when we're in that, we're in that controllable state. Now, what does that mean? If you see that that is you, first of all, all of this sort of victimness keeps us small and brittle. 
And that's not what we need. We need flexible, strong, well-resourced women. We, the world needs us more than ever before. So let's get there. Well, how can you start to move that thinking? Think about how you can take ownership or responsibility. Responsibility is a really big deal. So look at where in your interactions you can take responsibility for showing up with a different kind of energy or deciding you just don't want to show up at all, which is just fine. <laughs> this is the beautiful prerogative of our lives at this era is that we get to go, you know what, sod it. I don't want anything to do with that behavior anymore, whether it involves a person or a job or something, you can just say, eh, I'm done with that. So instead of victim loop, if we start to take responsibility, we start to recognize, we start to take ownership, we have compassion for ourselves, we can learn, we can take different action, we can self-examine, that puts us into an accountability loop. And in that space, we have compassion for ourselves. And what a beautiful thing. When you're a victim, you aren't solid or stable or certain. And the powers that be, the tides of the earth, the tides of the world, the tides of society can push you around when you're stuck in that blaming and denying and all of that. So to be powerful, you need roots like a giant tree, deep and wide. From here, you can't be knocked over. And that requires a certain amount of being able to look at your own behaviors and saying, I don't want to do it that way anymore so much power for taking responsibility of your thoughts, your actions, your words. And when you do this, you become your own authority completely. And that is powerful. Now, again, I want to remind you, no more traumatization. We are not shaming. We are not judging. We are just observing and deciding what needs to change. So what are common things? And this is one of the things I talked about in that quick video. Um, by the way, you can find me on TikTok at Dr. Fiona Lovely, one word. And um, you can look at certain areas of your life and saying, what needs a boost? What do I need to change in order to feel more like the person I want to be? Where do you need to move your thinking away from the victim loop? And here's some really common places. So the first one is look at your physical body and your health. And this is not, hey, diet more, hey, go exercise more. I mean, if that's what you need, then do it. If that's what you need to get healthy, then do it. But more importantly, I want you to look at what and how the natural rhythms play out in your body, in your mind, in your brain. Those are all separate things. And how we can tap into that inherent and innate power that's within us. That's that reproductive power. And even if you've stopped cycling, that power is very much still there. We never lose the ability to be a creator. I mean, that's what women do. We're creators. Biologically, we're creators. So once we've stopped cycling, we follow the moon. Because we are made of water, primarily, and even if we can't necessarily identify how that feels, we are very much pushed and pulled by how the moon interacts with the water on the planet. Now, I recorded a whole podcast on this called, um, follow, I think it was called Following Your Moon Cycle. It's episode 79. So you can go and listen to that and get some more tips on how you want to do that if you haven't already. But honor and follow them. And um, 
such power there. Oh my God, such power. It's amazing. Um, a couple of months back, I had a, I missed a cycle. I skipped a cycle. And that's the phase of perimenopause I'm at. And it was very, uh, it was kind of disarming because, you know, for 30 some years, uh, I have used where I am in my cycle for the most of that 30 years when I, once I became aware of it to know, um, you know, is this the day to do the powerful things or is this the day to do the rest things or, you know, is today the day I want to be interacting with other humans or is this the good day to go within? And when my cycle didn't show up, it was fascinating to like, just to watch my mind go, well, now where, you know? So watch all of this in your own self. You'll be able to catch your pattern. And, and um, you know, I, I take notes on how I'm feeling every day. So it allows me to chart that over time. Number two, look at your money. This is a big one. And I know I'm doing a lot of work personally around this right now. Um, because part of what our generation was taught was that uh, women overspend. We need to spend less money on expensive handbags and lattes. What horse shit is that? Can you believe that? That's what was taught to us. I certainly remember that. And I remember thinking in my 20s, well, okay, well, I don't go to Starbucks every day. Hell, I'm lucky if I go once a month. Um, and yeah, I've got designer handbags, but it's not like I'm buying a new one every month. So I just don't get it. <laughs> but that's what we were taught. And now, of course, there are much better um advisors when it comes to money out there for women and um you know i've i've got people that i like to follow so if you find yourself stuck here just drop me a message on facebook or instagram and uh and i'll share that and if there's enough of you then i'll record a podcast on it so anyways look at your money how you make it how you spend it how you save it and how you invest it those are the things you need to look at and understand that indebtedness is modern day slavery what I mean by that is if you owe the credit cards, the bank, uh, your mortgage, all of those things, for the more indebtedness you have, the less free you are. So work at um, getting that number uh, down because when you, are, when you don't owe anybody anything, that is powerful. That is power. Invest more. So I believe that well-resourced women are forces for good in our community. And in fact, when there's more of us on this planet, the world is going to look a lot different. But we've been disempowered so long within our culture that we're not, we're not there yet. Okay? So do what it takes to change your mind to become a well-resourced woman. Whatever that means for you. Time or money or people or ideas or whatever it means to be well-resourced for you figure that out. So number three, know where your food comes from. Get involved in your food. So many of us have no clue about where our produce comes from, how our dairy gets to us, how our meat is raised and butchered, etc. There's such an opportunity there for us to get empowered about our food. It really helps us to see how much um, over-consumerism there is, I think, uh, when you think about that lettuce that's gone rotten in your drawer, but you don't pay attention to just how it got to the drawer in your fridge, 
That's a terrible waste of resources. And so when you start to look at things that way, it helps you have appreciation, certainly for Mother Earth, but for our farmers, for our cultivators, for our grocery co-ops. If you can find a grocery co-op in your neighborhood, please do so because it supports the local guy and we have less reliance then on the middleman and the big corporations that are controlling the prices of everything. And it allows your money to go in really in a really good way. And I think that's really, really important. Learn to grow your own food. Grow what you can in your climate. So this summer, my husband and I have corn, uh, sorry, garlic and um, the garlic's going crazy. It's amazing. And uh, tomatoes. So our garden space is mostly flowers, to be honest, because, you know, I am a Leo. I like flowers. But um, we also have food co-ops that are providers for our produce. Or we go to the farmer's market. That's the other thing you can do if you don't have a food co-op is go to the farmer's market and buy it directly from the farmer, directly from the producer. So when you are depleted from eating nutrient-void foods, quote uh, um, air quotes around foods, because when it's nutrient-void then it's not really a food. It's just something you're putting in your mouth. And there's lots of it out there. You are the antithesis to powerful, meaning you're quite the opposite. So I think it was so many years ago, it was during, um, I remember hearing Suzanne Summers saying, I think it was when she was doing the low carb, uh, it was probably one of the low carb cookbooks that I had back in the 90s, like so many of us. Um, what... She said was, you're basically shopping around the outside edge of your grocery store if you're going into the grocery store. So if you're going into the aisles in the middle, you're going to get into the nutrient-depleted foods. And I think that, has, that little bit of advice has absolutely stood the test of time. So finally, take an energy audit. So what does this mean? It means, are you aware of what your frequency is, what you're feeling uh, in terms of, are you depleted? <clears throat> are you underrested? Are you angry? Are you like, just do an emotional check because our lives are mirrors for the frequency we bring. So if you're cynical and pissed off at the world, which a lot of us in perimenopause are, let's just, let's just speak it, <laughs> speak the truth then the world is going to mirror that back to you. That is an absolute truth. It is a universal law. So take responsibility for the energy you bring to the space, the energy you bring to your life, and clean it up. Okay, so I promised I would talk about why this is an important conversation at perimenopause. I think it's a critical conversation at perimenopause because when we are no longer pushed and pulled around by our hormones that happens in late perimenopause okay that's when things start to go low we can see more clearly we can see where we have tolerated things that we would no longer or we would no longer consciously choose to bring into our lives Tolerations are a pretty big deal. It's about people and situations and thoughts, but we can get accountable. We can take responsibility. Again, no shame, no judgment, no blame, right? Just gentle observation. Go, okay, that over there? No, I'm done with that. I'm done. And then you get to make a different choice. So powerful. 
This allows us, when we get accountable to our energy, to our food, to our money, to our physical body, to our natural rhythms, to what we're thinking and doing, it allows us to move out of the angry and offended container that many of us find ourselves in. Raise your hand if that's you. <laughs> it's okay, no shame, no judgment. Just taking accountability, taking responsibility <sighs> means we can change it. We can decide to have something different. We no longer need to play secondary to anyone or anything. We get to choose ourselves first, which now that our hormones have egressed, we can do that more easily, right? We're not um, biologically centered around reproduction or caring for our offspring. Fascinating. Think about the power in that. We choose better. We decide, for, uh, we decide what is best for us alone. We become our own sovereign, and that is our greatest power. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like... I feel like this is like this information that I've just delivered is some of I think the most life-changing if we embrace it but we're not taught to look at our psychology we're not taught to look at our programming and ultimately that's what I'm talking about here is our programming and our culture and how we fit into that and how we have been taught to be good members of the culture good members of society and I'm not saying you're not going to be that I'm just saying it's okay for you to make a different choice so that you can have a more powerful, more stable, um, more amazing life, really. Again, I believe that well-resourced women are forces for good. And the more we can make more of us, the better everyone will be on this planet. So until next time, take good care. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Facebook at Not Your Mother's Menopause Podcast, on Instagram and TikTok at Dr. Fiona Lovely. And if you want more information, you can go to my website, drlovely.com. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your health care provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.